Hey, what person you know couldn't use a little bit more encouragement? Yep, almost no one. You got that right. Welcome to my podcast. My name is Naomi Vilneg. Here you'll be hearing a word of encouragement every Wednesday. Please tune in. I believe God calls me to teach and encourage others with his gospel. And I'm leveraging the social media landscape. I hope to teach and disciple a whole generation of people in the place we're spending a lot of our time online. Be blessed and stay encouraged now. Rejection. Rejection hurts. Yet, that's the hurt we deal God when we turn away from his word, deny his lordship, walk away from the church, his body. Friends, don't get too comfortable going astray. Remember, rejection can be reciprocated. As 1 Samuel 15 verses 26 remind us, For you have rejected the word of the Lord, and he has rejected you. No, no, you don't want that. Rejection hurts, but rejection from God, that's that's desolation. No, you don't want that. It's not too late, though. It's not too late to turn back to the Father, our Lord. Praise the Lord. God is good all the time. Thank you for tuning in. I'm looking forward to sharing a word with you today. And I pray that the word will be a blessing and it will be an encouragement to you and your loved one. By the way, if you are listening to my um, podcast, I would encourage you to share it with, with someone else who may need a word of encouragement. Um, I pray that this will be a vehicle that can carry a word of encouragement to them as well. So if you are blessed by the word, listen, share it. Okay. I appreciate you. You are encouraging me not only by coming in, tuning in and to listen, but sharing the word as well, sharing the link as well with someone else. Listen, let's just dive in right into the word. The title today is Rejection Hurts. Um, last week we talked about holiness. Holiness is obedience. It's it's choosing to walk life the way God wants us to do it, the way God wants you to do it. Um, it's dying to oneself. So you and I, we are choosing to die to ourselves, to our own um, need, to our own carnal self to serve Christ Jesus daily. Um, and when we choose not to, when we choose not to do that, to die to self, to serve Christ, to follow Christ daily, when we choose not to, when instead um, we choose to go our own way, um, we have rejected Christ Jesus. That's just the truth. It's, it's as simple as that. When we choose our own way, we have rejected Jesus Christ. And you know what? Rejection hurts. It does. Rejection hurts. Yet, 
Jesus didn't run from rejection. He didn't run from rejection. Isaiah 53 let us know and had prophesied um, in 50, um, Isaiah 53 verses 3 to 4. It been prophesied. It reminding us he was despised and rejected by men. He, Christ, was despised and rejected by men, a man of suffering who knew what sickness was. He was like someone people turn away from. He was despised and we didn't value him, yet he himself bore our sicknesses. He carried our pains, but we in turn, we regarded him stricken, struck down by God and afflicted. Jesus didn't, he didn't um, reject this mandate. He didn't reject this purpose that God has set for him, a purpose that was there to redeem us. The good news is, um, you know, we get that from reading the Bible is that Jesus endured that rejection. He re endured rejection so that we can have abundant life, that you and I, we can have abundant life, that we can enjoy life on this earth. But his sacrifice must be applied in order for that life to take effects. You know, I mean, effects. It must be applied. You and I must do what Christ wants of us and other for that redemption to take place. You know, um, more than 2000 years ago, Jesus was rejected. Um, that's basically is the gist of the passage we read. He was rejected. But what about today? What about you? What about me? You know, will we reject Christ's invitation to follow him? Will you? Will you reject Christ's invitation to follow him, to know him um, and follow him? Listen, rejection doesn't just hurt. Rejection has consequences. You and I know when we experience rejection from friends, from family, from peers, co-workers, you name it, it hurts and it has consequences. And some of the consequences are we hard in our hearts, you know, from others. Um, we build up walls so that others doesn't get close to us because we were rejected before. Sometimes, you know, rejection brings anger like oh yeah you don't want me to be part of your group so you'll see sometimes it brings a feeling of um revenge i'll show you you don't want me to be your girl you don't want me to be your boy i'll show you that i'm better than you that hey you'll you'll regret that for rejecting me so rejection have consequences it brings in other um, feeling it can get others to act in certain way that you know normally they probably wouldn't act it just has consequence it doesn't just hurt the one rejected but consequences other action can come out of it um and so in the same way rejection rejecting christ will have its consequences as well so it doesn't just hurts it will have consequence but let me tell you this first Thessalonians, first 
Thessalonians 4 verse 8 let us know. So he who rejects this is not rejecting men, but the God who give his Holy Spirit to you. I want it to be clear that the Bible let us know when we reject this, the word of God, when we reject the commands of God, we um we are reject, rejecting God. When we rejecting the Bible, what it tells us to do, you know, the Bible, the basic book of the basic instruction before leaving earth. If you want to use each of the letter of the word Bible has an acronym, we could say that. If you want to leave the Bible, the good news, the word of God, the inspired word of God, you want to reject that. You are rejecting God. That is what the Bible, I'm not making this up. This is what it is. That's the reality. We are not judging you. This is not Naomi, you know, judging you, saying, oh, you know, acting like holier than thou. The Bible says it. You know, it's not parents um, judging their children for not following the Bible. The Bible says it. It's not pastors. It's not church leaders, youth leaders, sis Dickens, Dickens, and so have you, or other brothers and sisters anybody from the church, we are not judging you when we say that. The Bible says this, if you re reject the word, you reject the word of God, you are rejecting God. And also, I want to let you know, in Isaiah 5 verse 24, it let us know, know therefore, because I, like I said, there are consequences, as a tongue of fire consumes stubbles and dry grass collapse into the flame, so their roots will become like rot and their blossom blow away as dust. For they have rejected the law of the Lord of hosts and despised the word of the Holy One of Israel. Consequence, um, you know, we become nothing. And... um losing Christ. <clears throat> People don't want to say this because it may sound political and correct to say, hey, you know, if you do not follow Christ, you reject Jesus Christ, you reject the word and the word is Jesus Christ. The Bible let us know that in the beginning was the word, the word was with God and the word was God, the word was Christ. Um, when we reject, you know, the ministry of Jesus Christ, the redemptive word, work of Jesus Christ, and we reject the word of God, we re reject word, we reject God Himself, and the consequence of that, we will end up in hell. You know, there's just no way about it. The wage of sin is death. And that's the consequence. That's what we pay. And um, the Bible let us know we will not flourish. We're not, we will not bloom. We will not blossom. Instead, we will be blossoms that blow away as dust. Our roots will become like rot. Um, life is not good for those who do, who does not work, um, walk in um and fellowship with Christ Jesus. And it may sound political and correct in this day and age to be saying, hey, you're going to hell. All of a sudden, everybody think you're judging. It's just the, it's what the Bible says. And that's what it is. You either with Christ, for Christ, or you're not with him. And you know, if you're not with Christ, then, hey, it is what it is. So I just want to put it out there, clearly let you know the good book, the gospel, the good news. Let us know this terrible news. If you don't go down with G-O-D, 
then um, that's, there's no great future for you. I also want to um, share this verse, Jeremiah 6, verse 10. To whom shall I speak and give warning that they may hear? Behold, their ears are closed and they cannot listen to be to listen. Behold, the word of the Lord has become a reproach to them. They have no delight in it. I just want to be able to touch with somebody feeling. There are times you don't want to hear from those in the church of the church, you know, of Christ. You don't want to hear from us. You don't want to hear. If someone say, I'm a Christian, you start putting up a wall. You don't want to hear. It just maybe because you've rejected God and you do not want to hear because the word is like a sword. Not only is it a light that shine clearly and reveal all things and will it will reveal your sin. It will reveal the state that you are in. It will reveal the state that I am in. But it also could be, it's also is a sword. And then sometimes we just don't want to deal with it because the word will reproach us. And letting you know what the Bible says, you will receive reproach if you are not walking in the light. So if you are feeling like I just, you know, kind of like I don't want to associate myself. I don't want to connect. I don't want to have to hear what they have to say. It probably is because the state of your heart is not with God. You have rejected God and you don't want to hear. Your ears are closed. Young people, if you reject God, do know this. Your ears are closed to the word of God and you, because you don't want to hear it because in hearing it will reproach you. It will let you know that certain behaviors are not okay. It will let you know certain thoughts are not acceptable. That is not like Jesus. That is not like God. That is not Christ-like. That's, that's not being set apart because your behavior is actually more like everybody else in the world. It's not the behavior of being set apart. I felt like I have to keep repeating this because last week when we were talking about holiness, I said it again. That like in some way we have forgotten what it means to be set apart. Like, you know, we are set apart, special, set apart, a beacon, a light, salt of the earth. Like it's, we have purpose. We have a job to do, not blend in. When we blend in, it's just like, you know, we become lukewarm. We just become like a blend in flavor and, and, and we, we, we lose saltiness, you know, as salt. We just become blend in like all the other whatever tastes that the world may have, you know, just got tap onto ourselves and God's getting ready to spit some people um, and I just don't want to be one of them. And I don't want you to be one of them. I'm sharing this. I believe the Holy Spirit is prompting me to say this because God doesn't want you to be one of the people that he is rejecting. He doesn't want you to be blown away as dust. This is another um, invitation to you to just wrap it up, get your act together as I need to do. Get my act together. Naomi, wrap it up. Get your act together. Okay. Um. I just want to be able to let it know because some people do not think they need, they need, um, a savior. Um, you know, there are some people out there rejecting Christ because we thinking that we don't need a savior. Um, we consider ourselves to be basically good. And you know what? You are good. You're a good person and people like you. They admire you. 
um, and you don't consider you yourself to be like all people, you're not sinners who cannot come to God, uh, who, who, who cannot come to God on, 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 on their own terms. Um, but I have to say this and remind anyone who's listening to this podcast. The word of God says in John 14, verse 6, John 14, verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. No one comes to the Father except through me. John 14, verse 6, God, Jesus is the way. That's the only way we can you know, get to the Father, make it to the Father, to get to the Father. I'm repeating this because in this day and age, there's a lot of option, isn't it? And, you know, when it comes to religious, faith talk, faith belief, there's a lot of options out there, you know, coming our way. But the Bible tells us that Jesus is the way. Jesus is the way, the truth, the life. The only way to get to the Father is through Jesus Christ. When we reject the word of God, we are rejecting Jesus Christ, the redemptive work of Jesus Christ. The Bible is all about Jesus Christ. It's a one big, great story, love story about a father bringing his children back to himself through Jesus Christ. So who, anyone who's rejecting Jesus, who doesn't want to follow Jesus, who doesn't want to do the Christian walk because there's other option, will not be able to stand before God. You you will not be able to stand before God. Um, some of you also may um, be rejecting um, Jesus Christ. I'm just trying to tap into people feeling a little bit because of social rejections, um, persecution, um, because, hey, there are culture and places and area that to say that you are a believer, a Christian, also is, is the result will be death, persecution, um, you know, and it's not something just of our age new. This has been going on for a long time, even in the Bible, um, John 12, it let us know that there were unbelievers who would not confess Christ because they were uh, more concerned about their status among their peers and doing God wills. So sometimes we get caught up with the status quo. We get caught up with what people will say. Um, we get caught up with, oh, we fear, we fear rejection. The same rejection we're giving to Christ, we fear it. We fear it from our peer. We fear it from social because people have their vision, their own um, perception of what they think Christian is, not necessarily what they um, have learned through the through, through 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 the Bible or even with walking with Christ. It's just whatever perception, maybe it's TV, maybe it's. Um, a bad experience they have with uh, someone who professed they were a Christian. Maybe it's some with a bad experience they have with a church. We know, we know sometimes dealing with people who profess they are Christian or um, with church that say they are Christian. We know trauma can come out of that. Um, we know it can happen. And I'm sorry out there for anyone who had had to experience that. But you know what? Forget that part. 
I'm not, you know, I'm not saying it doesn't matter. I'm just saying, put it to the side and seek to know the truth from the Bible. Because sometimes people don't represent the kingdom of God well. We supposed to, but we do not represent the kingdom. Maybe um, you out there, um, you thinking that, hey, the world is more fun. <laughs> that probably will apply more to my children right now. And to follow Jesus Christ means I have to let go of some of my fun, uh, fun time, fun moments in the way I want to live my life. So you think maybe um, what, however way you live in your life, it's more gratifying. It's more appealing to you than the eternal things. It's more appealing to you than the invisible God that you don't see or hear um, in a, you know, audio way. So I get it. I get the feeling, I get the doubts, I get the, um, how you waiting, the pros and the cons. Hey, um, I'm living my life and I love my life and I enjoy everything that we do. You know what? The Bible does tell us many things are possible. Not all things are acceptable. So yes, we do have to come to a point and to a place of where we able to sacrifice and die to ourselves and say, even though I know I can do this, even though I know I can drink, um, you know, over and over to the point I get drunk, even though I can, you know, smoke certain, you know, um, weeds and yet it does, you know, cause damage. I, you know, as a matter of fact, it's illegal. I can do it, but it's not necessary. You know, drinking to the point that you're passing out will hurt your body. And then the consequence too, it could lead to other disaster that impact others. Smoking, you know, certain um, weeds can impact your brain and infer your um, thinking and um, leave some consequences that are very dire, you know. So um, sometimes people don't want to they don't want to go away from what they like. And um, the Bible tells us of a man who was not willing to lose his earthly possession in order to gain eternal relationship with Jesus. Till today. Till today, we have people who are not willing to do that. Um, maybe someone's living a life of sins, you know, um, uh, sexual immorality life. They enjoy their feeling. They enjoy what they do with their body out there. And you know what? They just don't want to because that's their thing. And that's one of the reasons you may be rejecting God because you think these things that you are doing are more important. But let me remind you, vanity, vanity, all vanity, all the things will pass away. God is eternal. Do you really, 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 really want to replace God with things that will change? I mean, let's let's face it. When we were a certain age, we liked certain things. When I was young, I liked cartoon, you know, just watching a bunch of cartoon. Tom and Jerry. I'm an adult now. Cartoon is not the thing that watching cartoons are not the things that appeal to me. You know what I mean? It's just so imagine cartoon was the thing for me now at this age. Would I sacrifice God for cartoon knowing that in a few years that it wouldn't matter? I gotta think about this for a minute. Um, and then there's some of us who just simply want to resist the Holy Spirit attempt to draw us to the faith to Christ Jesus. Like right now, rather than wanting to listen to me, maybe you may you suck your teeth and say, ah, 
what's she talking about? That's what I don't like about these Christian people. They always think they know best. Da, 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 da. Um, <laughs> you know what? It's, I, I don't know what to say about that, but we're going to pray. We're going to pray about that. Um, we have to watch it because there have been those in the Bible, you know, the book of Acts, let us know there were those who resist the Holy Spirit as much as, um, many had received the blessing of the Holy Spirit, the presence, uh, manifestation of the Holy Spirit. There are those who resist the Holy Spirit. Um, and then, so we are just going to have to pray for you, for those out there who we know who are fighting against the Holy Spirit. There are moments God speak to you through the Holy Spirit. There are moments God speak through you to other people like myself, and you just resist. And not only you resist, sometimes you outright reject. And we just, you know, there's nothing we can do. We can only present the word of God to you and let the Holy Spirit does the convincing. But if you are resisting the Holy Spirit, and then you're rejecting God, you're rejecting Jesus, you're rejecting God, it is a hard place to be. I don't hate you. I don't have a problem with you. I have a problem for you. We're going to pray for you. We'll pray for you. Um, all I can say, whatever the reason may be that you are rejecting Jesus Christ right now, um, listen, rejection has very bad eternal consequences. There is no other name under the heaven given to men by which we must be saved according to the Bible. No other name under the heaven. No, no matter how much we love certain people, no other name under heaven can be given to men by which we must be saved than the name of Jesus. And so if you reject Jesus, you reject the word of God for whatever the reason may be. I try to address um, a few of them to say that I know, I understand it, I acknowledge it. And, you know, we can talk about it. We can walk through it. Uh, or even somebody from your church or someone God that's a Christian God may put on your path, may can help you walk through it. For whatever that reason may be, if you reject Christ, you are going to be facing an eternity, eternity in hell. Um, you know, in the Bible tell us where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Matthew 25 verse 30 said that's the consequence. Those of us who rejected Christ, you know, um, will the consequence will be will be in a place where weeping and gnashing of teeth. It sounds like a horrible place and I would not want that for anybody. Therefore, what I can say is turning to Jesus as your savior is the wisest thing you could ever do. He is in a position to provide guidance, comfort, strength, power, and wait for it. Listen, salvation, salvation. So I'm going to just pray for you who are listening. Lord, I pray that anyone who's under the sound of my voice, who's listening to this word, may they be um, blessed, covered by you. But I am praying, Father God, that the Holy Spirit touching their heart, may they have, you know, Father God, strength to listen, to listen, Father God, to your word that is being transported 
to them, Father God. Transport to their mind, to their heart, to their soul, Father God. I pray they will not resist any longer, Father God, to know you, to know your truth, to your, know your words, oh Father God. Wherever they are, whoever may be rejecting you, Father God, because they fear social rejection from their peers, family, their community, um, who, who who's thinking that they don't need a savior. They're good people and they are good people. They are moral people. But Father God, your word says, oh Lord, Father God, that we can only come through, know you through Christ Jesus, Father God. Whoever, Father God, may be there who find like, you know, the pleasure of this world is more appealing than, you know, sacrificing this pleasure so they could follow you, Jesus. I pray for them, Father God, that they may have the strength to walk away, Father God, from the pleasures of this world, Father God, instead choose to please you, O Lord. Father God, I pray, Father God, for anyone, Father God, who's fighting the Holy Spirit, Father God, the spirit of doubt, Father God, may be heavy in their mind and their hearts, oh Lord. They are questioning, Father God, everything, so Lord. It's okay to question, Father God. I believe that your word, Father God, will answer the question. I just pray, Father God, that they have an open heart and an open mind, Father God, to seek answer, not just question and then reject, oh Lord, but that they be willing to seek seek answer in Jesus name. Father God, let your will be done in Jesus name. Amen. Can I say this? Be blessed and stay encouraged wherever you are. Be blessed and stay encouraged.